This is the A Foot in the Box podcast for the week of Tuesday, October 3rd. And now, please rise for the singing of our national Welcome to episode 112 of the A Foot in the Box podcast. My name is Peter Elliott. And I'm Paul Elliott. And this is a special podcast. We're in special podcasting season with the playoffs starting this week. Uh, episode 111 came out uh, on Monday. And so uh, this is our personal playoff preview. Uh, episode 111 was our uh, our annual uh, 10 guests playoff preview where we talk to um, 10 experts of the 10 playoff teams. So go check that one out if you haven't already. Uh, episode 112, this podcast that you're listen- listening to right now will be a uh, pretty quick one. We're just going to give our predictions, things that we're wa- looking for, watching for in the in the playoffs this year. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the plan. Anything to add, Paul? Nope, looking forward to it. All right, uh, so... We answer the same questions every year on this uh, this episode. Three storylines in the playoffs that we're uh, looking forward to, or just kind of on the on our radars as the playoffs begin. Um, three people with the most pressure on them to perform in the playoffs. Uh, we're going to give our playoff predictions, just you know, straightforward. Who we think is going to win each series, and then uh, we bring our uh, favorite listener, David from Chicago, on to uh, select uh, our individual playoff fantasy teams. So uh, if you're not familiar with the playoff game that we always play, um, make sure you tune in for that segment or just go to our website uh, for more information. Yes, you can win $50 for free. Yeah, you've got like a 1 in 50 chance of winning $50. So it's a, a no-brainer. All right, Paul, let's kick it off with three storylines that we are... Uh, looking forward to in the playoffs. So, what's what's number one for you? Well, I can give all three of mine because at the I same have, time I have a special uh, announcement or not announcement, a celebratory uh, bit of something I'd like to say. Peter has blogged every day this year, which is quite an accomplishment, mm. and I wanted to honor that accomplishment uh, in some way, in some fashion. Um, takes quite a bit of persistence. Uh, if you don't know this, Peter is not a big cake fan. So it's typ- true. the typical thing is to get a piece of cake or something. Instead, I have gotten Peter a piece of the best apple pie in Illinois. Mm. Or at least that's what the Blue Springs Cafe in Highland, Illinois boasts. Um, and uh, I'm forcing you to eat the pie <laughs> during the podcast because I really like when Malcolm Gladwell does the taste mm. test on uh, revisionist history. Where where is it? I have it right here. Handing Peter the pie. Where's the ice cream? No ice cream right now. Uh, So I uh, will give uh, my three storylines I'm looking forward to as Peter eats (laughs) the pie. I'm going to leave the mic on for this, so you might hear some weird noises. (laughs) All right, uh, storyline number one I'm looking forward to, which ace will dominate? 
So I feel like this year more so than other years. Uh, Are you serious? Yes. And so my top storyline as well. Well, most teams' uh, playoff hopes, even the best teams, ride on one starting pitcher. So you have guys like Kershaw, Kluber, Sale, uh, Granky, Verlander, who who all pitch for great teams. You know, my um, spoiler alert: my World Series prediction is the Dodgers and Indians. And yet, if Kershaw and Kluber don't pitch well, they have no chance. So I'm intrigued to see you know which guys step up and perform well. Uh, I think, um, yeah, like I said, I think Kershaw and Kluber will pitch well because that's my prediction. But um, you know, a hot Chris Sale or a hot Granky could also take their teams to the World Series too. Granky is pretty hot. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Storyline number two. How's the pie? No, it's great. Um, so I had the same thing. Which ace dominates? Uh, I picked my the, the three that I think are most likely to dominate. Do you have a three that you would pick? Um, yeah, I'd go Kershaw, Kluber, and Scherzer. All right, I want Kluber, Granky, Verlander. Verlander, five starts since joining the uh, uh, Astros. Uh, Thirty-four innings, forty-three strikeouts, point six five WHIP, and a one point zero six ERA. Wow. So he's been hot. My second storyline, uh, I'm really intrigued to see how teams utilize their depth. So I'm thinking specifically here about teams like the Cubs, the Astros, and the Dodgers, all who have um, just a, a tremendous depth in their position players. So, you know, look at the Cubs. They have six guys that could play in the outfield. You, know, you have Schwarber, uh, Ian Happ, Almora, John Jay, Zobrist, Hayward and Wright. Um so there's, you know, that, that's sort of, um, by design, that's like uh, how Joe Madden likes to um, use his team. But um, I'm just intrigued to see in a given game how Madden and other managers will use that depth in like late game situations. It's good. My last one, uh, I want to know, or I'm looking forward to knowing, uh, can a team that's never won the World Series before uh, break through? So the Astros, the Nationals, and the Rockies all have never won a World Series. And obviously a team like the Indians, it seems like they've never won one. It's been 69 years. So um, just wanted to see if uh, a newbie can can break through. Who would be the newbies? Houston, Washington, Colorado. That's great. Well, I'm done with my pie. How was it? It was good. Best pie you've ever had? Well, I assume it's served hot usually. It is, yeah. And with ice cream. Yep. So that would really push it over the top. Um, but yeah, very good even without those things. So thank right. you. Thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. And uh, congratulations on a, a year of blogging. Thank you. 183 days. The best 183 days of your life. Uh, maybe. All right. My three storylines. Uh, first one was the which ace dominates. Uh, so I won't uh, go over that again. Uh, number two was uh, Aaron Judge, Cody Bellinger. Yeah, just do either one of those guys go on a tear in the playoffs. I feel like if they do, they instantly become kind of the main storyline. Uh, just from the home run derby and both playing in huge markets, uh, especially Judge. If, if Judge has a good few games, he'll get a lot of attention. Could be a really cool storyline. But Bellinger, too, I think he kind of has that it factor. And uh, yeah, I, I hope he does well because it would be good for um, baseball. Last one, Nationals-Dodgers futility. Uh, so the Nationals 
have played in D.C. now 13 years, and this will be their fourth playoff appearance in those uh, 13 years, and they have not won a playoff series yet. So they've lost in the division round the first three times. They haven't won a playoff series since coming back to D.C., and then the Dodgers haven't made the World Series since 1988. This will be their uh, 10th playoff appearance uh, in those now 28 years now. Or this will be their 11th playoff appearance in 28 years. And they have not made it back to the World Series since the 80s. So, uh, uh, you know, both those teams, I think, have hopes of definitely making the, the NLCS, but then even further uh, going uh, to the World Series. And I think for both teams, if they don't make the World Series, fans will see it as a disappointment. Yeah, it's an awesome storyline. Yes. All right. Uh, next thing we're going to discuss, uh, three people with the most pressure on them. Uh, I think I was listening last year. We said Joe Madden, uh, Aroldis Chapman. Mm, you said you said Corey Kluber. Hmm. Some of the guys that we discussed. Uh, my three guys are all aces. So getting back to question or yeah, question number one, the three storylines. I said um, the aces is what I'm interested in, and yeah, I think uh, Kershaw, Kluber, and Sale. Are the three guys with the most pressure on them? Like I said, uh, if any of the, those three don't pitch well, their teams don't have a chance. And Kershaw uh, and Kluber specifically, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, Kershaw has been an amazing pitcher: uh, 2.31 ERA in 292 regular season games, 0.9 WHIP, one of the best starts to career of any pitcher of all time. And yet, in the postseason, 18 games, he has a 4.55 ERA and a 1.1 WHIP. So hmm. just hasn't been the same pitcher. And, you know, I think most people kind of assume the best that as he gets more opportunities, he'll uh, improve and, you know, pitch like the normal Kershaw. But um, I guess we'll we'll find out. And then Kluber was just, you know, he was amazing last year. Him and Miller essentially, you know, by themselves took the, the Indians to the World Series. But this year he doesn't have uh, Miller to rely on. Um, you know, Miller was hurt down the stretch, and I'd be shocked if he pitches, uh, I think, 19 innings like last year, again this year. So Kluber's um, kind of has to do it by himself this year. I think if they make the World Series, he'll have to have, you know, six or seven good starts, and um, that's just that's a lot of pressure on one guy. So you went the three guys, you just went the three aces? Yep, Kershaw, Kluber, and Sale. <laughs> Easy way out. Uh, Sale was one of my three. Uh, so 1,324 innings in his career. All of them have come in the regular season. This will be his first playoff appearance. Uh, that's correct, right, Paul? Yep, White Sox never made it. Yeah, that box is on his baseball reference. So I assumed he had not made the playoffs yet or pitched in the playoffs. Um, uh, with the Red Sox, kind of the state of their rotation, uh, with uh, I think Pomerantz would be their number two. And then like Fister or um, Porcello or Rodriguez kind of running out the, the their top four. But just with the state of the other guys, I think Sale has a lot of pressure on him to perform. And he has not been good down the stretch. 4.5 ERA in August and September. His last start of the, of the season came in late September. He gave up four home runs. And uh, overall on those August and September starts, he gave up 13 home runs uh, over 11 starts. So he's had an issue giving up home runs, and uh, he just needs to pitch a lot better 
uh, in the playoffs for them to go very far. So Sale, most pressure. Uh, Dave Roberts, I think, also has a ton of pressure. And um, we talked about this on, on uh, episode 111, just how uh, Dodgers fans will be upset if uh, they don't win the World Series or at least make the World Series. And Roberts does a lot of unconventional things. Uh, most of those things are things that we would definitely agree with or, mm-hmm. or people that have dug into the numbers would agree with, but normal uh, you know, diehard fans probably don't uh, don't agree on all those things, so it'll be pretty easy to pick him apart, just like it was for Cubs fans to hate on Madden last year, even, even after he won the World Series. Last one, Bryce Harper. He hasn't played in a full game uh, since August 12th when he got hurt, hurt his leg on uh, slipping on first base. Uh, he came back earlier this week, but has not uh, started and then completed a game. He only plays parts of games, kind of like spring training. Uh, just the nature of who he is, his personality, how good he's been, um, being on SI when he was 16. There's just always a ton of pressure following him. And with the Nationals' futility that I mentioned earlier, how they've never won a playoff series uh, since being back in D.C., he uh, he has kind of the weight of the world, I think, on his shoulders in, uh, in D.C. All right, so Robert, Sale, Harper are my top three with the most pressure on them. Lastly, let's move on to straight-up predictions. Uh, Paul, why don't you start us off? Uh, maybe uh, just give your uh, wild card and then division round predictions. I like the Yankees over the Twins, and um, then I like the Indians to beat the Yankees in the division round, and the uh, Astros to beat the Red Sox. Then in the National League, I like the Diamondbacks over the Rockies and then the Dodgers to beat the Diamondbacks, and then the Nationals over the Cubs. Uh, so my final four are the Indians versus the Astros and the Dodgers versus the Nationals. Okay. Yeah, these wildcard games are unique in that there's an overwhelming favorite in both leagues. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much no one is picking the Rockies or the, the Twins to win. Yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, yeah, I also went with Diamondbacks and Yankees to win the wildcard games. Uh, in the National League, I've got the Diamondbacks upsetting the Dodgers. Um, that's kind of my big big prediction. I think their pitching lines up well. They've got uh, lots of power, and I think um, they could uh, hit a few home runs and knock the Dodgers out in a five-game series. So Diamondbacks in the NLCS, and I've also got the Cubs in the NLCS uh, beating the Nationals. This is something I had switched um, uh, just with questions about Scherzer coming out Saturday and then into Sunday. Um, I um I just pushed my pick over to the the Cubs, so I was maybe leaning like fifty five percent Nationals, and that just flipped when the Scherzer stuff came out. So I assume he'll still pitch. Dusty says he's fine. Yeah, I assume he'll still pitch, but you know you just can't be a hundred percent with uh with that. He's got like what a hamstring hamstring or a quad pull or something. They call that a hamstring cramp. Yeah. So uh, I go Cubs Diamondbacks. Rematch of 2007 uh, NLDS, mm-hmm. which the Diamondbacks won. Uh, all right, and uh, American League Yankees win the wildcard game. I've got uh, Indians beating the Yankees in the division series, and then the Red Sox beating the Astros. So uh, my ALCS is Indians, Red Sox, and like I said, Diamondbacks, Cubs. Then uh, my World Series matchup. Indians versus the Dodgers. What do you got? Uh, my prediction is uh, Indians, Diamondbacks. Hmm. 
And Men. my World Series winner is the Indians over the Diamondbacks. Same here. Got the same answer. <laughs> and I'll say in seven games. I'll go Indians over Diamondbacks in five. And the National League has home field advantage, right? Uh, no, it's first year. Oh, right. that's right. Yeah. What am I thinking? Mm. Still living in the old world. What are you thinking? Well, the American League won that one. Uh, All-Star game? Yeah. Yeah, I was way off. Why did you think they had home field? Because I had read that the Dodgers have it throughout, and so my mind was thinking the National League had it. Nope. All right, well, that does it for our predictions. Yeah, feel free to shoot us your predictions or, or make them on your own. Tweet them out or something. Uh, next up, we're going to play our 2017 A Foot in the Box fantasy playoff game. Only one postseason. There's only one fall classic. There's only one October. All right, welcoming on uh, our favorite listener, David from Chicago. He's going to do our uh, fantasy game with us. This is the second annual A Foot in the Box uh, playoff fantasy game. Uh, David, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. I'm so excited. There's only one October. <laughs> there is. Uh, that's, that's accurate. All right, so the, the rules to this game. Um, which you can find on our website. Uh, It's a pretty normal fantasy game. There's five offensive categories, five pitching categories, um, rotisserie style scoring. So we're not not doing head-to-head, but just uh, ranked against everyone else in those categories. Uh, And the categories are OBP, slugging, home runs, RBIs, and steals. And then pitching, it's wins, saves, strikeouts, ERA, and whip. Uh, the one big stipulation for our game is that you have to pick one player from each of the 10 playoff teams. Uh, so Paul, David, and I will pick our teams individually now. And uh, if you're listening to this before the first game on Tuesday, uh, you can still uh, you can still play. But if, if the first game has started Tuesday night, then you are out of luck. But uh, still enjoy. Maybe Maybe if you're out of luck, you can pick one of us to root for adopt one of our teams it's a great idea all right well paul uh yeah hey, this right there's a 50 dollar Ooh. 50 bucks if you win right yeah yeah so paul and i each put in 25 so the winner uh gets 50 but if i win paul pays me 25 if paul wins then uh i pay him 25 i think i just wanted to add something i think since i come on here so much uh <laughs> I feel like a real part of the family. Mm, you are. I want to take this opportunity and offer up twenty-five more dollars of Peter's money <laughs> if you win. So now it's up to seventy-five. Ooh. The winner. Yeah. That's that sound good. Well, that's uh, my budget has taken quite a hit with a certain life development. <laughs> so uh, I can't be dishing out cash like I used to. Uh, okay. Well, we can we can scratch that then. Just thought it would be a good idea. Yeah, remember the days where I was slinging six pack of beer on on podcast bets? Oh. Those were the days. Was that ever paid? <laughs> it was not. And nope, not at all. All right. Well, one day. All right. Well, Paul, uh, kick us off here. Well, your your team. Uh, did you make sure you had all ten teams represented last year? There was kind of a <laughs> snafu with that. Yeah, I think last year I had like ten Red Sox and then uh, one from each other team, which didn't. Uh, didn't work the best. Uh, my team, starting at catcher, I've got Grandall from the Dodgers, Carlos Santana at first, 
Jose Altuve at second, Corey Seager at short, Justin Turner at third base. And then my outfield is Benintendi, Puig, and Trey Turner. He's going to steal like 15 bases against the Cubs. My DH is... Ooh, Trey Turner, short set, my friend. Mm. You did this last year. Um, The player has to play a majority of his games at the position. Trey Turner, I believe, hasn't played any games in the outfield this year. I will go with uh, Turner at short then instead of Seager and uh, Chris Taylor as my outfielder from the Dodgers. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion at DH. Then my uh, four starting pitchers. We were doing four, right? That's right. Kluber, Hendricks, Scherzer, Granke. Then my five relief pitchers. Chapman, uh, Hildenberger from the Twins, household name. Uh, Holland from the Rockies, Wade Davis from the Cubs, and uh, Cody Anderson from the Indians. The guy from the Twins you mentioned, is he, he the closer? Uh, no, I don't think Hildenberger is the closer. <laughs> so you picked a non-closer reliever from the Twins. Yes, he's a very good pitcher. Giving up on the saves category then. Well, at most, they're going to lose that game, so he has no potential for a... Mm. Yep. All right, uh, so... You got all ten, all ten. Yes, yes, all ten. Okay, who who was your your? You had Granky, who was your Rockies? Greg Holland, closer. Got it. All right, David, uh, you're up next. All right, let's do this. Uh, starting off, catcher Wilson Contreras. So let me get this straight. He still counts even if he plays other positions, right? Yeah, just if you look at that player's, I just go to Baseball Reference and uh, if yeah, you, you play the most games at, at the your top position for the year is the one you're eligible at. Okay, well, I just didn't want to be screwed if like, oh, Contreras starting the outfield. Ooh, he's yeah, not going to get credited. Yeah, he, any 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 stats the player gets, no matter what position he plays, is uh, counts for you. Okay, cool. Uh, Contreras, the catcher, Paul Goldschmidt at first, Altuve at second. Corey Seager at short, Chris Bryan at third. Uh, outfield going Bryce Harper. Mm. His injury doesn't scare me. Mookie Betts and Charlie Blackman. D.H. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion. By the way, I looked it up. Encarnacion's last six years, homers, 42, 36, 34, 39, 42, 38. Wow. Quietly, maybe one of the best power hitters in the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, starters, Sale, Scherzer, Kluber, and Irvin Santana. Mm. If, by the way, picking a twin was like pulling teeth. I don't think <laughs> anyone on earth thinks that the twins are going to win this game against the Yankees <laughs> because there's been years of just them getting completely destroyed by the Yankees in the playoffs, but we'll see. Uh, and then my bullpen is Wade Davis, Kenley Jansen, Andrew Miller, Craig Kimbrell, and then Adolis Chapman to round it off. Mm. So, team, you got you got all ten teams represented. I have all ten teams. I have five teams with one player. Got it. So, from your guys's teams, your strategy, did you teams you thought predicted to go like the World Series? Did you load up on those guys? I did. Yeah, I I started off doing this by just going through the playoffs and then basically like doing the bracket to see how I think it would go, and then I chose kind of around that. 
So who's who's, so, your, who's your World Series prediction? Indians over Dodgers. Hmm. Uh, but I have three from the Cubs, Red Sox, and Indians. So I think all of them will at least make the CS. Got it. All right, my team, we're going to start here. I went uh, Gary Sanchez at catcher, Paul Goldschmidt mm. at first, Altuve at second, Lindor at short, Anthony Rendon at third, uh, Schwarber in the outfield, J.D. Martinez Ooh. from the D-backs in the outfield, and I also went with Chris Taylor of the Dodgers. My DH, same as Paul and David, Encarnacion with the Indians, and then my four starters, I think three of the four are the same as Paul, uh, Hendricks, Granke, Kluber, and then I went with Robbie Ray of the uh, Diamondbacks. And then my five relievers, I went Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, uh, Greg Holland, Matt Belisle of the Twins. I assume he's their closer. He's got nine saves. Um, <laughs> I didn't, didn't research much. And then uh, Archie Bradley of the Diamondbacks. So I'm not, I'm not sure if you can tell, but I, uh, my uh, World Series prediction was Diamondbacks. I got Ooh, I got okay. them losing to the Indians, but uh, I feel like my the path to internet uh, stardom is me predicting a, a World Series appearance from the Diamondbacks. Who is your Cubs player? Cubs player, I had Hendricks and Schwarber. Hmm. You think Schwarber will get the start? Uh, against right-handers, he will. So game one, he'll start and left? He'll start against Scherzer, Strasburg. He won't start against Geo. Uh, I don't know if Tanner works. He'll start for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll start against them. There you go. Uh, I was going to pull up uh, the top performers from last year in terms of uh, players. I'm pretty sure Donaldson was great last year. Um, I think Bryant was up there. Kluber and Andrew Miller mm-hmm. were huge on the uh, pitching side of things. Um, let's see here. Do we know who's starting the so the Yankees? Do we know who's starting the wild card games pitchers wise? Has that been announced? Because I know Irvin Santana is starting. Yes, I think Severino was the obvious number one. I don't know if it's been announced though. Severino. Hmm. All right. You said Robbie Ray is going to start for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Uh, Granky will start game one and then Robbie Ray will be, if they win, he'll start against the Dodgers. Uh, I've got my, the top performers from last year, uh, offensive, uh, performers, uh, Donaldson, Lindor, Justin Turner, Encarnacion, Bryant, and Rizzo. And then pitchers, uh, like I said, Kluber, Andrew Miller, uh, Cody Allen was very good. Kenley Jansen, John Lester, and Marco Estrada. Pretty solid. Did none of us take Rizzo? Uh, I don't think so. Who's your first baseman, Paul? My first baseman was uh, Santana, Carlos Santana. Nope, hmm. no, no Rizzo love. That's pretty weird. I, I mean, I think originally when I did, did this, I just went through and I was like, all right, just who are the best players, and then we'll see how the teams shake out. And... I mean, I think Rizzo's probably the best first baseman in the game. So it's kind of weird that not in But, you know, that's the game. It is. All right, uh, David, any uh, any playoff thoughts for our listeners? Uh, 
I don't know if you actually understood the joke when I was like, there's only one October. It's like that Dane Cook. Oh, of course. Of course I did. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's just not that good. Didn't get any reaction. Maybe. No, no. In between this segment and our final segment, we'll do a compilation Dane Cook. There's a great great SNL um, bit where they make make fun of him for, for doing that. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure, because otherwise people would be like, that was really weird that you said that. So that was 2009. Make sure that was Yeah, uh, it was when the Rockies, yeah, would be 11. Yeah. I Looking back, though, I feel like it, you know, Dan Cook's annoying, but also, like, it was a pretty crappy postseason. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, like, hype up, like, Diamondbacks, Rockies, it all ends tonight. Like, it just, it doesn't <laughs> work. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, David, uh, thanks so much for joining us and uh, for being uh, such a great listener and friend of the program. No problem. When I win this contest, let's do a periscope of you handing me the money. All right. (laughs) We're going to spend like 49 of the 50 on a big check. Okay. Worth it. I always wanted one. All right. Thanks, man. There's only one October. Well, thanks to David and thanks to Dan Cook for that transition. Uh, Closing up the podcast here, uh, we're just going to look ahead to our coverage during the playoffs. Uh, Paul, we've discussed behind the scenes doing daily playoff podcasts. Is this something that you would like to agree to on the air? Uh, Yeah, at least for the first round, I think. Yeah, so the plan is to do uh, just like a five to ten minute uh, phone call between Paul and I on, on Paul's way to work or once he gets to work and um, we'll just record that so really informal podcasting but then we'll just upload that every day we found that in, in past years it's been difficult to really capture anything when we podcast like we normally do because in the playoffs you know you might record something one night but then 12 hours later it's doesn't mean much this also means that we can have a sizable bump to our podcast episode count. That's true. Trying to get to like 150. So uh, so that the first one will come out uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah, I think so. And there might be some days where we just miss, um, or we might get like a week into it and realize it's not something we want to do. But uh, right now the plan is to do like a five, ten minute podcast uh, that we release every, every day, kind of like mid-morning-ish. Or at least every day where there's a new new games being played yep so uh yeah look forward to that make sure to subscribe on itunes because of that you'll get it every day uh you probably also get kind of more lens into our personal lives as we um just talk more informally yep that's my plan at least okay well make sure to follow us on twitter to get all the the good playoff tweets a foot in the box on twitter uh email us a foot in the box at gmail.com check us out online Read all 183 of my blog posts. Uh, go back and read read through them at footthebox.com. You can also head there to play the fantasy game yourself if you still got time to do so. So there'll be a tab on our website with uh, with uh, the playoff fantasy game, and you can play that and have a chance to win $50. But make sure to pick a player from each of the 10 teams when you do that. Uh, well, I think that does it. Our outro today like the past two years for our playoff uh, special preview is uh, Brian Cranston 
I think back in like 2013, he did he did mm-hmm. this TBS preview special for the playoffs. So uh, uh, we always play it to end this podcast. But before that, uh, do you have anything to add, Paul? Happy October and a reminder to keep a foot in the box. We'll talk to you in a few days. I was like any other kid, dreaming of being a big leaguer. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Hitting that game-winning home run in the bottom of the ninth in October. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never get back. Catching that fly ball over the fence and robbing one, pulling it back. It's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. And with this show, in a very personal way, I get to make my dream come true. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out! At the old ball game. What can I say? This is the postseason.